have a bully inside your head telling you that you're not good enough? Do you lean towards self-defeat? Do you have trouble believing in yourself? And are you dying to learn how to become the perfect version of you? A you that you dream about? If you answered yes, then you're like me, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast, where we discuss self-esteem, worthiness, and transformation through a gay lens. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. All right. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Just want to uh, welcome you to episode two of Journey to Worthy. Uh, So a big thanks and a shout out to all of you that have uh, sent me some love over the last week ever since we launched and went live with Journey to Worthy. It's been a magical week. So I definitely want to say thank you to all of you that have uh, sent me some love. So we've got a bit of an interesting topic today. I thought that I would bring up a challenge in your mindset that often pops up for me. So for me, sometimes it's hard to accept compliments. You know, you hear people say, you're doing a great job, or you look fantastic today, or thanks for all your hard work. You know, you really deserve this promotion. You are an amazing person. Sometimes it's hard to hear that stuff, right? And Or maybe, you know, you play it off like it's not a big deal, or you feel like if people get to know you really and see you close up, they'll actually realize you're not as capable as they think you are right now. Or if they saw the real you, they wouldn't say those things. Or, you know, I'm okay, but clearly the people around me, they've got it figured out way better. And, you know, they're much more skilled than I am, whether it's in my job or my sport or whatever it is. Or do you have the success in your life? Maybe you've like you achieved some things, but you feel like maybe you fluked into it or like you got lucky. Maybe sometimes you look around at work, you know, or clubs or in any place where you're surrounded by people you belong to and you just think, man... I do not belong here. So if this is the case for you, you may be suffering from imposter syndrome. And this can be linked to some feelings of anxiety or low self-worth. And if you're like me, this not only happens when you have attained like some accomplishments, but the fear alone stops you from putting yourself out there in the first place, you know, moving forward. And, you know, research on this goes as far back as 1985 Pauline Clance wrote a book called The Imposter Phenomenon, When Success Makes You Feel Like a Fake. And for me, it's not all the time. Like, sometimes I feel pretty good about, you know, what I've worked on. You know, maybe I've set a goal and I've reached it. Like, I went back to university and I graduated. But often in the beginning stages of anything, I really feel like big time imposter syndrome. That these people, eventually they're going to figure out that I am just a big fraud and a phony and half the time all this stress and anxiety it's only in my head like it's over something that hasn't even happened yet you know and most probably won't this is also tough for those of us in the lgbtq community or really for anyone that's ever been bullied you know it creates a longing to be accepted and liked or even loved so we decided at a young age that we have to hustle our butts off to get a place in this world Or for some that we aren't worthy of that place, like which we're, you know, we're just constantly feeling like we are defeated. So this often distracts us from just living. We end up spending too much time thinking about how we look or what people are thinking or what we need to achieve next. Often this is a fear of being authentic, that people won't really like us or that we're just going to be judged. 
for me especially, this could be linked to growing up sort of poor, not really having a lot of money, thinking that the only way I'd be happy is if I made a ton of money and got really successful. Or maybe it was because my dad wasn't really around a lot. My parents separated when I was really young. So I had a little bit of a lack of validation there. Or maybe it was because I grew up gay in a really small rural town. You know, I was teased and bullied like almost every day. I was really terrified of what people thought of me. But I did have a plan because of all this situation. Like I created a plan for myself and it was more of a dream, really. I thought if I became like a big shot actor or a writer and became really successful, that I would be able to raise up out of that life that I wasn't happy in. So instead of that, I sort of just became a perfectionist. I became a bit of an overachiever, even a workaholic at like a young age, just to show that I had something worth noticing. For me, I worked and like focused really hard on my grades. I was getting really good grades in school. Uh, and some things just really came naturally to me as well. I also worked really hard on keeping my room clean and my like my area in my life organized. And uh, I think maybe it's because I felt like I didn't have control in my home or life. And so the one area that I did have control, like I really, I took all of it, you know. So for me, this comes from a bit of a place of scarcity is what I've realized. And, you know, needing more recognition or validation to make me feel better about having not much and being kind of like a nobody. That's what I felt like, at least. So in some areas, I was sort of naturally okay at stuff. I was pretty good at school. I was getting good grades in most classes. But later on, it got a little bit more difficult. Certain classes I wasn't as good at. And eventually, that sort of led into some more self-esteem problems. Like it became harder to try new things that I wasn't just naturally good at because I started feeling like more people were watching me. And so I started assuming that if I wasn't innately good at something, that I probably was never going to be good at it. This was especially true for sports or anything to do with athletics. I mean, no one who's really like 215 pounds in grade eight with no lung capacity and asthma really feels that great at sports. I was really afraid to let people see me fall. I was really afraid of what people thought of me and probably because I didn't really think very much of me. And some of you may have used that feeling as a reason to work harder and longer to prove yourself in your lives. You know, and you didn't need any help from anyone else. You just took charge and like went out and grabbed your life. And here you are. You've had some successes. And for me, a few times in my life, I have worked hard and I've, you know, I've achieved some things. But other times I use these feelings of inadequacy to not work harder, but to run, to run away, especially with my time drinking and doing drugs. Things have changed now. I, you know, I don't run as much. I've been able to be a little bit more responsible, a little less dramatic. Maybe that comes with age or maybe it's through, you know, a mindset, like a way of looking at your life and a way of looking at the world. But they're all examples of, you know, when imposter syndrome can really creep up. For me, being accepted into an honors program at university, like I was accepted knowing that I would have to write an honors thesis based on a design and a study that I would have to implement. Like that was really scary to me. And I remember many times sitting in school, looking around at other students and thinking like, oh my gosh, these people really know what they're doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. And sometimes I'd read my papers back and think, oh my gosh, like this 
guy is a freaking idiot who wrote this. And then statistics classes, like, yikes, the worst. So, so bad at that. But eventually I got through it, you know. Other areas in my life, I can even talk about dating, being afraid that if someone really got to know me, you know, they find out that I'm not as interesting or maybe not as cool or not boyfriend material, or really that I'm just not good enough. Or something about me, maybe, you know, they'll find out and they'll move on. This actually still happens sometimes for me because I actually find it tough when guys find out that I'm sober. I think that maybe they won't want to date me because they won't think I'm as fun or outgoing, which is garbage, actually, because I'm really crazy fun and pretty outgoing. I just sometimes forget that. So it's obviously a bit of an ongoing battle, you can tell. But if you feel this way, like, man, I get it. My head stops me from believing in myself more times than I'd like to admit. And what I'm doing now is I'm just trying to not let it get in the way of trying anymore. So my question to you is when are you going to stop? When are you going to stop beating yourself up for not being good enough? Especially for things you haven't even had a minute to get good at. For me, the problem comes in two parts. You know, if you feel like a fraud, that if people see the real you, that they won't stick around. So it's hard to believe any praise that they give you. And this stops you from trying new things in fear that you won't be good at it. You know, that people will judge you. And for me, it's, if I don't live up to that perfectionist persona I've created, then I'm not going to be accepted and wanted and loved. So if you're like me, you need to stop listening to that bully. Stop right now. Even in making this podcast, honestly, I was writing material content for this episode just two days ago, and I was thinking, I don't have the answers. I am an imposter. But that's actually not true because all I'm here to do is just to share with you what I'm going through, which is the whole reason in doing an episode on imposter syndrome. And the thing is, I've actually had years of youth counseling jobs. You know, I've sponsored people in recovery. I'm in training to do coaching. I definitely have a little bit of experience in being able to overcome that negative mindset. But I still have a fear like people might not like what I have to say. So this is especially why I wanted to share this with you, because I know that I'm not alone. And the thing is, if you're being authentic, you have to follow that feeling, that feeling in your gut. If it's something you really want in your life, you have to follow through on that. You have to let curiosity guide you. You know, let it take you somewhere and just believe that you deserve it. Let's take a moment. I want you to look at where you are in your life right now. And take an example of an area, you know, sometimes where you do feel like an imposter. Maybe it's where you work or some accomplishments that you've made, something you did that took work to get to where you are right now. Maybe it's your job or a promotion or a title that you hold. Maybe it's an education program you're in or a relationship that you've built. And I just want you to acknowledge that feeling of fear that feeling that tells you that you don't deserve this, that feeling in your mind where you are afraid, afraid that if people really see you, that they won't like what they see. The fear is that you ultimately will be rejected if things don't go perfectly, right? So we're going to do something here. We are going to fire that imposter. So if you're the perfectionist like me, 
and you look around and think, I don't belong here. We just need to take a minute, okay? Take a minute, and I want you to look for evidence that you deserve these things. Remember, you already got the job, or you're in that class. You know, you're already dating that person. You've met that guy. Give yourself a little bit of credit. Look where there's proof that you've done something right. And what I need you to do is to identify some of the steps that you've taken in order to get to where you are today. Maybe you need to write five things down that you had to do in order to get to where you are right now. There is a reason why you were here. Look at where you are. And I want you to say out loud, I did this. I am responsible for the success in my life today. Even if they're small, any victory that you need to stop and celebrate to prove that you did it. For me, like looking back at my graduation, writing that thesis, when I graduated, I didn't really think about all of the, like, the work and the hours of writing and editing that went into that. Or getting sober, you know, like them looking back and realizing that against all the, all this, the problems and the stress, like I did it, you know, I really did it. So take a moment, look at this, the accomplishment that you have in your life. And I want you just to feel it, but really, really feel it. Celebrate that victory. I learned in some coach training this weekend, you know, reminded that we often don't take the time to stop and celebrate our victories. And this is a big deal. You know, maybe you worked hard to get that job against hundreds of other applicants, or you worked out and you lost that first five pounds. You did it. You are amazing. Sometimes I literally have to say that to myself because I don't always believe it. I actually bought a book when I was in Bali called I Am Amazing. It's an author, uh, Petra Eat Juicy. So she writes, and she's in, she's from Bali, and she writes, a, you know, these affirmations. And I definitely feel like sometimes we do need these, these tools. And the reality is you've done something. You have worked toward something. And maybe it wasn't a perfect outcome, but I bet there's something you did to prove that that, you know, you can prove that when you believe you can, you can. And what if you actually deserve the praise you're getting at work? What if that guy actually really likes you and you're worthy of him? What if everything in your life is going according to plan? So maybe, maybe that stuff's pretty good, but maybe we need to take a little step further. So some of us have that voice inside our heads, it is strong. So this is actually, you know, we can label that voice. It's also often known as the saboteur. So this is the part of your mind that wants to sabotage your success. I learned also at this coach training this weekend about an, a specific author. His name is Shirzad Shamin. So he writes a book called Positive Intelligence. Now, you can actually go onto his website, positiveintelligence.com, which I'll post on the website. But he posts an assessment test you can take to learn what are your saboteurs. You know, and he goes as far as even to, to suggest that maybe we should label that, that bully, you know, that saboteur in our mind. So maybe my saboteur, let's call him Jimmy. So Jimmy, you know, he judges me. He belittles my attempts. He tells me that no one will ever be pleased with me and he's tall and he's got dark hair and he kind of creeps around in my shadows and, you know, 
whispers in my ear and pokes at my stability. So I took the assessment test and I learned that, you know, like I've got this perfectionist that just goes too far and this need to please, this pleaser, this hyper achiever, you know, to get that recognition. And the author also, you know, he identifies specific ways to create new mindsets to help battle against that self-sabotage mentality. So definitely suggest checking that out. Definitely worth a read. I'm sure that you will enjoy it. So now I just have to practice identifying, you know, when Jimmy's talking to me or not. And maybe I need to even go further. Like maybe I need a superhero to battle Jimmy. Or maybe I need to become my own superhero. And as for you, because in case you didn't know, you have superpowers. They might appear as flaws at first, but you can shift them into your greatest strengths. It turns out that my ability to be sensitive and vulnerable, which used to feel like a weakness, is now my biggest strength. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even be here with you right now. So I give you permission to take this moment and to feel proud of you, to celebrate yourself, to be your superhero. Stop to celebrate each victory from this day forward. Take the time to actually think about how hard you have worked for this moment. And don't let anyone take it away. Not you, not Jimmy, not anyone. This moment is yours, okay? So go out and celebrate you. I hope that that helps uh, this wrapping up for now, everyone. But I just want you to really listen to your heart. Don't listen to your head. Don't listen to Jimmy, okay? So thanks, everyone. Time to wrap up for now. And thanks for joining me on Journey to Worthy. Please check out the website, www.journeytoworthy.com. That's journey2worthy.com. And if you haven't already, please go to iTunes and give this podcast a rating if you want to hear more. Also, you can hit me up on Instagram, username at journey2jeremy. That's again, journey number two, Jeremy. And please stay tuned for upcoming episodes where I'm going to be discussing how to manifest your ideal self through self-discovery and a special episode coming up where I'm going to discuss my honors research on the impacts of online dating, its role in self-esteem in the gay community, as well as some tips for keeping yourself safe in the online dating world. So take care, everyone. Thanks again for joining us.